We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jake Evans alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How is Stephanie today? Well, I'm very well. It's been great two days, sunshine, the roads weren't icy, but you wake up and I look at the roads are going to be full of ice. And then by the noontime, it was clear and wonderful. Only it's Michigan. Michigan. This I is, know. This is what we love about Michigan. It'll I be know. snowing in May. You never know. <laughs> I have had it snow in May before. You had snow on your birthday in April too, uh, haven't yes. you? Mm-hmm. I've had crazy. six inches of snow on my birthday. And Seriously? then I've also had 85 degrees on my birthday. Yeah. And that's what, April 17th? April 17th. Yeah. Yes, I remember Don't your birthday. Me, I remembered. Mine was March 8th. I just had one. Uh-huh, so yes, now so. I'm older. Oh, well, you don't look older, so I there you go. Age in front of your very eyes. I know. <laughs> but talking about getting older, we have to worry about our future, don't we? Always. And uh, if there's going to be social security in line for us, if we're going to have any money to you know, rest on and have yeah, a comfortable... Exactly. Re- yeah, we want to be comfortably retired, not just making ends meet. Now, there's how many people retiring, turning 65 now? Every 10, single day? day. Every single day, 10,000 people will that's be turning crazy. 65 years old. That's going to happen every day from now for the next 17 to 20 years. Well, wow. That's so those crazy. people are going to be needing more you know, disabilities. There's going to be more need for transportation, which MTA is there for you. You that's might right. be... Riding today, or driving today, but riding tomorrow. Exactly. So we're there for you, security-wise. But I also have a great friend that's going to be joining us today, and he's going to help us with that future planning because for years he's been educating people how to save money, how to invest, and he's not selling anything. There's not an ulterior motive to say, well, come and join with me or invest with what I have to go. Nope. He's just going to tell you how to make your life a little bit better, which we appreciate. So thank you and welcome, Ted Valley. Well, thank you very much, Stephanie <laughs> Conver. How are you? <laughs> I am well, thank you. We were just having dinner last night and talking about that, how if you just save a little bit of money and if you don't buy certain items that he's going to be talking about. So, Ted, thank you for sharing your expertise with us. And I know you've done this for years, but we have to hear it for the first time. Tell us how we can actually save some money, what we can do, and how we can have a little more secure future. Well, the first thing to saving money is not spending. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, exactly. It comes, comes right down to that. <laughs> I was told you're supposed to ask yourself, do I really need this? Do I want this or do I need this? And that's a good question, right? Well, oftentimes we sit back and we say to ourselves, you know, because we do get confused by what our needs are versus what our wants are. And when we sit back and we say, I really want this, I really want this. Well, okay. Do you understand that it's a want, it's not a need? I mean, do you need that Starbucks coffee every single day (laughs) with that nice little pastry that comes along with it? You know, that... Uh, so many people stop into a Starbucks and order that uh, venti caramel monkey chunky auto. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's expensive. And, and a pastry to go along. It's over $10 if you really think about it. And uh, we were kind of talking about this last night. You know, a person stops in there once a week, gets a $10 coffee. Okay. You know, that's treating yourself. But there are people that look at stopping at a premium coffee shop, and I don't care if it's Starbucks or Big Beast or whatever. And they order that large coffee and that pastry uh, every single day on the way to work. They say, this is my breakfast every day. Well, they do it without thinking about it because in the long term, you're saying that's $50 a week in coffee and pastries, just $50. And if you extrapolate that out and we figure four four weeks in a month, that's $200 a month in coffee and pastries. Wow, that's a carpet. Now, do I want that or do I need that? You know, if you sit back and you want to talk about uh, what are your priorities, really, what are your priorities? And I know that during my education, my time educating people about retirement and their retirement plans, uh, the toughest nut to crack are those people who are young. 
because they're going to live forever. Right, in their minds, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, when I was talking to you about just this simple coffee last night, I discovered I can take some milk, and this morning I did it for the first time after talking to you last night. This morning I took some milk, and I used like a little hand mixer to make like a froth of like film on top of the coffee. It was delicious, and I sprinkled a little cinnamon. I did that at home for pennies in the dollar compared to your $10 going to Starbucks or someplace more go. expensive. So thank you for that, Ted. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's so simple to save, too. Uh, you know, if we look at a simple example of a person who say they're 25 and they're making $25,000 a year, okay? And we kind of calculate in this that they're good workers, so they're going to get a raise. So maybe a 2% raise each year, okay? And they're putting away only 3% of their earnings. Now, 3% is not a whole lot. Uh, it's, it's amazing how little you notice 3%. Okay, now experts tell us that we should be saving 10 to 20% towards our retirement. Mm -hmm. But for this example, we're going to say this person's put away 3%. Now, from the age of 25 to the age of 67, we're going to consider maybe a very conservative um, return on that money of 6%. Okay, sometimes it's higher, sometimes it's lower. I mean, right now in our market, it's pretty volatile. But if we sit back and we think about that, 6% return is pretty conservative. So from the age of 25 to the age of 67, uh, at 3% deferral and figuring that 2% raise, they actually put away 48 plus thousand dollars mm. of their own money, okay? Yeah. Now, in, in the big term of things, and now this is the great thing about retirement accounts, your 401ks or your Roth uh, retirement IRAs is that the magic here is compounding interest. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, they, you know, I think uh, some famous person said it's the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> so they put $48,000 of their own money into their retirement plan. But by the time they reach 67, it has turned into $178,830. Compound interest is your best friend. I've always been told that. Yeah. So I, mean, I know I, I was it, told a Roth IRA is the best because you don't pay taxes on it once you need to get it out. You pay taxes while you're working and you're able to pay the taxes. So I got a Roth IRA now, for that reason. The, the interesting thing about the, you say Roth IRA, some 401k, 403b plans have a Roth option in their plan. Some of them are traditional and kind of briefly explain the difference between those two. The traditional is they deduct the money out of your, your, your gross pay pre-tax, okay? And that money is put aside into this retirement account and it's not taxed, it's not, but it's also not tax exempt, it's tax deferred. So when they reach that golden age of retirement, well, let me ask you, who loves you more than anybody in the whole world? Who who remembers your name forever and ever? Your mom. The IRS. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Same my dog. <laughs> the IRS. So when you reach retirement and you say, hey, I want to start taking my money out because I'm right, I'm the right age, I want to retire. The IRS is going to be the first in line knocking on your door saying, hey, remember when we let you put that money aside tax-free? Yep. Pay up. Um, we want we want we want taxes now. And you know, for instance, that one hundred seventy eight thousand dollars, they're going to make they're not going to make you pay taxes on all that one hundred seventy eight right away. You're going to have to pay taxes on what you take out. So as you take the money out, you'll be paying taxes. It's just like getting a check from your company. You'll pay taxes on it as you take it out. Hmm. Now, the Roth, on the other hand, you say Roth IRA because you hear that a lot. And simply because people set up a retirement account on their own, an individual retirement account. IRA, um, what they're doing is they're taking money that they've already paid taxes on because it's they've got the money cash. 
And they say, I'm going to put it in this, this Roth IRA, this Roth uh, independent, individual retirement account. Well, in doing that, they've already paid taxes on that. They'll never have to pay taxes on that money again because that money's already been taxed. Now, some companies offer a Roth in their 401k or 403b. Now, the same rule applies, except on the individual retirement account, your limited, your limit, or your, I should say, your maximum that you can put into it, it changes each year. I think it's at $8,000 if you're over 59 and a half right now, but your company one is limited at $28,000 over 50, if you're over 59 and a half. Mm-hmm. So there is a big opportunity to save more money through your sponsored retirement account through your company. Now, people are always gonna say to me, which one should I choose, right? There's a lot of factors that go into deciding whether you want a traditional account or a Roth account. Age has something to do with it, certainly. You know, how old am I? What what advantages am I going to get out of this account? Uh, the other factors are tax advantages. What tax advantages am I going to get? And if we want to talk just kind of basic rule of thumb as to why people choose one over the other, let's just say a person's young, okay, and um, they're in a different tax bracket and they're at the lower end of their salary, right? Oh, I don't want to take advantage of this, this Roth. I'll pay the taxes now and put the money away for retirement. That way I don't have to pay any taxes when I retire versus a person who may be older. They're at the higher end of the pay scale. Maybe they're getting a higher tax bracket and they're sitting back going, man, I don't want to pay this much in taxes. How do I, how do I lower my taxes? They contribute more into their uh, traditional retirement account instead of the Roth. What does that do? It lowers their current taxable income. So now that might affect what tax bracket they're in. So they're saving more on taxes. And when they're older and they're retired, they probably won't be taking out as much. So they're going to still be in a lower tax bracket. So they're saving money tax-wise. And uh, some people who choose both, because you can choose both if they're offered in your company plan, maybe they're middle of their career and they've just got a raise and it's bumped them into a new tax bracket. They still want to contribute to the Roth, but they want to lower their current tax taxable income to get into that other bracket. So they take advantage of both. Makes sense. Well, I know if you have a company that's offering any kind of a pay-in, definitely take advantage of that because that's free money. I know MTA is really good about that. We pay mm-hmm. in so much, they will, they don't match it, but they pay in some as well, sometimes yep. more. So always take advantage of that with your employer because that's free money for you. You wouldn't say no to free oh, money. You know, yeah. I, I always tell people it's a raise in retirement. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I love it. That's true. Well, I know some ways to save money, like you said, with the coffee. You know, make it at home and take it with you. You can make it ahead of time if you need to. But that frothy milk really made a difference. And a little, put a little honey on top and a little cinnamon. That was great. And ask yourself twice before buying something. Just ask yourself twice, do I really need this? Do I need this? Am I going to take it back? Do I really need this? And, you know, something else to do is, I've heard this, borrow tools. If you, instead of, if you had to buy a, maybe, maybe you need a, a shovel, a certain kind of shovel, like a hoe. Like my, my neighbor came over and I had one of those hoes that chop up the ice. He said, I should buy one of those. I said, don't buy one for just the winter time. Borrow mine. <laughs> yeah. I borrow yours. Save your money. So there's a lot of things you can borrow from people and let them borrow from you. If you know they're going to give it back in good condition, that saves a lot of money trying to go buy a machine that you don't need but once. And also exchanging dresses. I know a lot of girls have to go to the prom. Or that. We're, That's a great idea. Yes, we had that hey, gala coming up. Maybe we should, maybe I, we can exchange dresses. Yes, you can wear mine. I wore last year. <laughs> no, but that's I huge. I don't know if your dress will fit, Jay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I'm a little older, you know. I know. Yeah. Guys, 
guys wouldn't do that with suits, I know. But girls could definitely do it with dresses because they're so expensive. We have a 50th um, anniversary gala coming up, and the girls are talking about what dress am I going to buy? You know, how much money can I spend on these dresses? You can exchange those dresses, or you can even buy them on Amazon instead of you know buying the real expensive ones. There's ways to save some money. Yep. An interesting uh, stat about retirement is like one in three people have zero saved for retirement. Really? Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, you know, there are, there are basically five things you need to be sensitive about with regards to your finances. Um, having an emergency savings, which, you know, experts say that we should have three to six months of our current salary saved for emergencies. Wow. And, you know, the, the pandemic taught us one thing, that things happen without us planning for them. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, if you, even if you want to look at something every day, like, you know, Hey, my hot my hot water heater went out. Sure. Now I don't know about you guys living here in Michigan, but I kind of like my hot water. <laughs> I and, love my hot water. Yeah, and if I want to get that replaced, I want to get that replaced today, right now. Or and, the potholes, you, know, you get so a flat tire. Have... You need new tires. You need new mm -hmm. rim. Those yep. are expensive unnecessarily. Yeah. Yes. Right. So uh, you know you want to have that emergency savings steady and ready, right at hand, because. Um, if you don't have it, you're going to be hurting. And, uh, you know, the, another statistic really comes out and says that in America, they're 50% of the people in America, they cannot, they're unable to come up with, you know, $500 at a moment's notice. They just don't have $500. Wow. And, uh, the other thing that you need to be aware about with regards to your finances is your, uh, your, uh, your debts. What kind of debts do you have? And how are you managing your debts? You know, I had one person who told me, I said, I don't have an emergency savings. I don't need an emergency savings. I was totally baffled by this. And I said, why is that? He said, because I have credit cards. Oh, no. Mm, yeah. People yes. fall into yeah, that false cards, sense of security. Yeah. Credit cards are not uh, emergency savings in any way or shape or form. They're nice to have if you need money right away, but you have to pay them off that month. Don't ever put more on your credit card that you can't afford to pay off that month. Otherwise, you will never pay it off. That is money out the window if you pay any kind of late fees or interest fees. That's just money going to them. It's just out of your pocket. So if you bought something, a nice yeah. dinner for, say, 50 bucks, you're going to pay 154 by the time you pay these, you know, if you just pay the minimum price on that every time. So mm -hmm. no, don't put anything on your credit well, card you, you can't know, pay off. Credit cards, yeah, credit cards pull you into that false sense of security. Sure. and. And when they say, here's your minimum payment, well, if you just pay the minimum payment, you'll never pay it off. Never. And they don't want you to pay it off. Mm -hmm. They do not want you to pay it off. And in, in again, another stat, two in five people in America have credit card balances they cannot pay off. I believe that. I've seen that. I've seen so, that happen to people. And I was also told that if yeah. you're in really over your head in credit debt, credit card debt, if you call the company and say, listen, I want to pay it off. Can you help me out with this? A lot of times they will cut that price way down for you to be able to pay that price off. So that's something worth looking into too. That's true. Yeah. But what they're going to do is they're going to say, okay, we'll reduce the balance, but you have to pay this by the month. You know, mm -hmm. you have to pay this total balance by a month or two months. Mm -hmm. And it, now you're caught in the same situation. How am I going to pay that balance? So how much did so you have in your savings? You said between three and six months of your salary now. So let's just say somebody made, yes. oh, okay, they made $100,000. So they should have $30,000 to $60,000 in their savings account. Yes. Okay, I'm just yes. going to try to put it in limits. Just for like emergencies. That. That's mm -hmm. liquid that you can right. get to right away. Another tip that I had learned, that um, Amazon Prime, if you're a student, you get that for like half price. 
So if, you, if you're over 60 years old, you can get a free class from um, Mott Community College. Go back there, get your ID, and you have that Amazon cut in half. Just saying, and you have a free hey, education. That's a good idea. I know. I love these little tips and ideas. So you got to find these little things that to help people out. Absolutely. That's great. And my uh, grandson, if you really want to, know how to save money, take a child shopping because if you're going to buy them something, it's like, Nana, can I have this? Can I have that? It's okay. You have your own money. You have ten dollars. So what do you want to buy? Oh, I think I'll wait for that. <laughs> I uh-huh. think I'll wait. So <laughs> kids are pretty smart. They're smarter than adults, that's for sure. Sometimes. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, because, uh, you know, they don't want to spend their money, but they're great at spending yours. Sure. Oh, yeah. Who's not? <laughs> That's the best. So besides, um, you know, because I know there's a lot of folks uh, that don't have the means to put six months away. Right. Um, and, or three months away and have an emergency fund. Some, what are some of the other ways that, uh, you know, listeners can actually, you know, if they're not making that much money that they can save for retirement. I know besides the coffee, what are some other neat little strategies that would, you might have? Well, you know, when we say three to six months, that's the ultimate goal. But what you want to do is you want to set mini goals on the way. Okay. So if we sit back and say to ourselves, there's 52 weeks in a month. Okay. And we say, I'm going to put aside $10 a month or a week, I should say yep. 52 weeks. all of a sudden you got $520 and it's that simple. You know, we were talking about uh, 3% not being much. There are some companies out there that have what they call auto enroll. So as soon as you start working for the company, they automatically deduct from your pay and put into your retirement account. And you know, it's probably about 3% at most, most places. Um, And I had one place I was talking to a person working there and they said, you know, I think I need to start, uh, working on my retirement plan. And I says, okay, well, let's pull up your account. And I says, you realize you have $12,000 in your account already. And they're like, how do I have, how do I have $12,000? Well, you have an auto enroll. So you've already been giving money into your retirement account. I didn't even notice that. Most cases, people don't notice that. And that was just 3%. And they also had a company match. So automatically they were putting 3% in and they were automatically getting a match on their money. Yeah, it's just like I said, don't ever say no to that because that's free money for you. But to answer your question too, Jay, there's some other little things and tips you can do. With the price of gas right now, you Mm -hmm. can actually put a route like where you have to go for all your errands, go to see your mother, whatever you're doing, make it a route so you're not backtracking. So yeah. when you do travel, it's along the way. Like go to the bank first and not when you're finished that way, you're not backtracking to go someplace. Or better yet, take the bus. No, the, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's the <laughs> cheapest way ever. And if you want to go out to dinner, look for two for one coupons. They're out there all the time. I know uh, Italian Gardens has on Tuesdays, they have two for one dinners. That's a really reasonable way to have some a meal and to get mm-hmm. home with you and you have two meals in one. And there's a on uh, Wednesdays you get spaghetti for thirty five cents. You can you can Google this stuff. You can look at the newspaper if you get the newspaper. I don't I don't think anybody my mom does, but if you don't go on you can internet. Read, yeah, read it on your phone. And I just told Ted about a thing called Fetch. It's a free app on your phone. You take a picture of your receipts and you gain points. And I already have a ten dollar gift card to go to to go to Starbucks. You can go anywhere you want. You can make an Amazon <laughs> or wherever you want. But yeah, there's there's ways your money can work for you. And we have to be aware of all those ways. Well, you know, people think that saving money is a magic formula. You just wave a magic wand. And, you know, it'd be great to hit the lottery, but it doesn't always work that way. So we really have to plan for ourselves. It, the one thing I tell everybody, no matter where I go or who I talk to, uh, it's inevitable. We are all going to be responsible for at least one senior citizen in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's, it's inevitable. Who's that one senior citizen going to be? Ourselves. So true. So you really, you really want to start planning for your retirement. Now, 
for those people who are older and they're getting near retirement, the interesting thing is all they've been told their whole life is save. Save your money, save your money, put in your retirement. Now they're close to retiring and it's like, okay, what do I do now? And that's an important question to answer. Uh, a lot of times people have put all this money in, into their retirement account and they say, okay, now do I just take this money and spend it or what do I do? Well, most times if you've got a company sponsored retirement account, you roll it over into an IRA when you retire and then take distributions out. Now, this is where it's important to have, you know, if, especially if you've got a large amount of money in your account, you want to talk to a wealth advisor and, and you want to get some advice as to how to strategize using this money into your retirement. How much money do you need each month? Uh, do you plan on traveling when you retire? Do you plan on doing things? Uh, or are you just gonna sit and mold at home? You know, you wanna know what you're going to do because most of us Americans now, we're living into our 90s and even reaching 100. So you wanna do stuff with your life. You wanna go places, you wanna see things. And speaking of, love, of longevity, and this is the one thing I talk to people about when I when I discuss their retirement account. Um, how long did your grandparents live? How long did your parents live? What is your anticipated longevity? Because you now need to also strategize in making that retirement money last. And then we also talk about, okay, how much of this, are, are you planning on spending every last dime until the day you die? Or are you trying to plan a legacy fund in which, you know, okay, when I die, I'm gonna have this much money because now we get into talking about insurance and life insurance and what kind of insurance do you want to get term or whole life so this is why having a uh, financial professional discussing these things with you and planning and strategizing and deciding what your fund lineup is how much stocks you're going to have how many bonds you're going to have it's very very important to have somebody in your corner helping you make these decisions and that's of course your financial genius yourself <laughs> or you have no money <laughs> you're fine well my mom would be 94 when you're talking home. about longevity she's 94 and every time i'm buying the grandkids stuff, i have more money now than i have when i was younger and a single mom so i like to buy the kids stuff and she's like stephanie i know you want to buy them expensive toys but don't you got to take care of yourself pretty soon too you're hitting that moment where you're going to be taking care of yourself mm -hmm. you know old age so save your money and it's true like when it comes to oh clothes for the kids they outgrow them so fast and toys go to the garage sales sometimes you can find some really nicely shaped outfits you know they're mm -hmm. in good shape and the toys look like brand new buy them there instead of buying them online that saves money there you too. Go. yeah you know and you're talking about longevity and stuff you know strategizing when you take your social security uh, you know, there's most people don't realize it. they think oh 62 is the number I could start taking my, my uh, social security well, 62 is when you can first start taking your Social Security. But if you wait until you're 67, you get a bump of, you know, I can't tell you how much. It depends on a what lot you more. Yes. Yeah, it's a 20, more. I think it's a 25% difference between 62 and 67. Yeah, and you're not penalized for making more money. Once you're 67, you can make as much money as you want. Right. I yep. think mine's 66 right. in 10 months, and then I don't have to pay it. If you make like a dollar over, you got to pay a dollar every two dollars over you make or something crazy yep. like that, which is crazy. So just wait until you're not working any longer or like you said, 67 is the magic number. Yep. Well, actually you can wait until you're 70 and get another bump. Right. Sure. If you're still yeah. working, why not? Yeah. Well, you don't have to work. I mean, you just wait until you're 70. Yeah. And you know, and that's the other thing too. There's something called an RMD, uh, required minimum distribution, which people who are close to retirement kind of get worried about. And uh, I think it's 72 now, 72 and a half, that you have to take an RMD. And some people say, you know, I don't want to touch my retirement account yet. 
Well, if you're no longer working and you're 72 and a half, the IRS is going to say, you need to start taking money out of that account. And, and we want to get our taxes. Okay. <laughs> so that's only on your traditional account. Your Roth account, you've already paid taxes on it. There's no RMD. So you can keep your Roth account forever. And that's the interesting thing where you're talking to a financial advisor as to how to strategize, which do I take out first? Do I take it out of my traditional or do I take it out of my Roth? Because some people have both. Um, but if you're still working at the company that you have your 401k or your 403b through, if you're still working there, there is no RMD until you actually retire. We also you have to figure it out if it's best for you to wait for your seven years old to collect your social security or not, because you have to figure there's three years there. If you're making say, I don't know, 24,000 a year on social security, you're talking like maybe $70,000 you're missing out on. So you have to figure out, is it best for you to start collecting at 67 or wait until you're 70? So right. it depends on your situation once you're there. But once again, old. that's why you want to have a, a wealth advisor uh, in your corner saying, all right, let's strategize this out and figure out what's best for you. I, you know, I talked to my wealth advisor and I said, man, I want to retire today. And he says, you can do that, but you have to change a whole lot of your lifestyle. Uh -huh. Bring all that cost down, maybe not have all the cable television, <laughs> maybe mow your own lawn. Yep. There's a lot of things you can do to save money. If you're retired, you can afford to do that or paint your own house instead of hiring somebody. There's things you can do, well, but if comfortably you, know, Steph, you want to be able to do us, it. Some of us aren't as rich as you, Steph. So <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm my own wealth advisor. Yes, uh -huh, that's me. <laughs> well, Ted, thank you for all your input on this. I appreciate you taking your valuable time. I know you're right now taking care of a grandchild who's sick, and you're so sweet to stay home with her. So thank you for doing that, and thank you for taking the time to call us as well. Thank you, Steph. I appreciate the invitation to come on and talk to you about the Many facets of things that I know. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, he, um, Ted and I did murder mysteries together in theater, and he was a producer. Excellent. He, yeah, he ran the Masonic Temple downtown, so he did plays down there. But yeah, he's the last several years he's been a financial advisor. Suggest, I mean, not, he's not a financial advisor himself, but he, what was your title? You're just an educator, right? Educator, educator, yes. There you go. So, I can I can educate you on all your choices, but I'm not going to help you make the decision on what choices to make. There you go. I love that. Yeah, he's not selling anything. He's just trying to help you along your way. Yep. So I'm going to make my own coffee tomorrow morning again. It was there really you go. Good. You keep doing that. <laughs> I will. Well, thank you, Ted. And thanks for listening. Hopefully you'll listen every week to On the Road with the MTA, Stephanie Kay, and Jay. That's me. And we're hoping you have a very nice day. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.